everyone, and welcome back to Pass the Salt. If you've been listening since the beginning, you get a gold star, you're a champion, because today is our sixth episode, so we are just knocking these out, and we are having a great time. I also realize I say we, but I guess I'm the only one talking to our wonderful guests, but we won't stop. (laughs) So today is a very fun conversation with a very fun person, and her name is Micah LaRue. Does that not sound like a celebrity's name or a movie star's name? It, It does to me. Micah LaRue, she is a gem. Her middle name is Joy, which is the same middle name as episode five's guest, so... That's a fun fact for you. But she's going to talk to us today all about our testimonies. She gave a seminar impact called By the Word of Your Testimony. And guys, buckle up because Micah, in our conversation, she just like delivers a million percent. If you know Micah, then you know she's well-spoken and very smart, very bright. And she just has a lot of biblical truth and like Holy Spirit anointed words to just deliver and to share. So I was blown away by just the honesty and the vulnerability that Micah had and just the just the wisdom that is is poured into this young woman of the Lord. So she talks to us all about testimonies and I think this podcast is really for anyone for all ages, but especially if you're a teenager or youth leader guiding teenagers Um, If you're someone who struggles with sharing your story, I think this is going to be a helpful conversation for you to just like maybe break you out of your shell and maybe get to the root and the core of perhaps why it's hard for you to share the the story that God's given you. I'd also want to say that every testimony is crucial and is important and matters. There's some people who have been through a lot of difficulties and have walked through trauma and Um, have come through that seeing how God was faithful through all of that and seeing how God never left them and was still present. And there's people who maybe haven't walked through some of those difficulties, but still have experienced the closeness and the mightiness and the wonderfulness of God in their own ways too. And every way that we know God and have seen God and can testify to God's, you know, power in our lives, no matter how we can testify to that, the, the testimony is important that we have. So you're going to hear from Micah all about testimonies, and hopefully you will be encouraged. And we'd love to hear from you if you want to send us a message on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can contact us um, after checking out our website, snlym.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Also, a little shout out. We have some really fun things happening this fall. So if you aren't following us on social media, you really should. Salt and Light Youth Ministry or SNLYM um, because we have Battle Ball coming up. We're going to have some uh, really cool things happening in October. We have retreats that your churches can sign up for. And of course, it might seem like February is a long ways away, but it's not. <laughs> Zateo is like right around the corner and we're getting ready for that, believe it or not. So we're going to talk about Zateo a lot later on on the podcast. But for now, let's um, save important dates for something like things and let's sit back, relax and enjoy Michael LaRue by the word of your testimony. Let's pass the salt. 
Also, um, if you listen all the way to the end, or I guess you could fast forward, but it'd be better if you listened. All the way at the end, there is a shout out to Martine, one of our interns this summer who uh, walked in on us podcasting my interview with Micah. And so we have a little chat with him. So enjoy. Pass the salt. Here with Micah Joy LaRue. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So glad that you can join us and enlighten us with all the wisdom that you have to share. You're a wise person. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So before we dive into everything that you talked about in your seminar, Impact, tell us a little bit about yourself, like your name, which I already said, but let's hear it in your voice and your age and where you're from, where you're going to school. Tell us. Okay. So my name is Micah LaRue, and I'm 18 years old, um, and I've always grown up in Harrisburg, so I am very familiar with the central PA area, Hmm. and I currently go to Messiah College or Messiah University, depending how you know it. Good. Thank you for that clarification. You're welcome. (laughs) And I'm studying public relations. Oh, right. Do you have a minor? I do not. Do you think you ever will? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is your first summer on Salt and Light. It is, yeah. And you are halfway through, so how has your first summer been going? It's been fabulous. Like, genuinely. I wasn't really sure what to expect when coming, because I... I mean, I wasn't familiar with Salt and Light at all before I joined the team. Right. And I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen? <laughs> Am I going to, you know, mesh with the team well? But mm-hmm. I literally love everyone on Salt and Light. Mm-hmm. You guys are just the sweetest people, and it's been such a fun summer. Well, it feels like you've always been here. Aww. I know for you, it's everything is like you're experiencing yeah. it for the first time, but it really feels like this is definitely where you belong and that you've always been around Salt Thank and Light. Thank you. you. You fit right in. And Micah's sitting here with these earrings that are beautiful. <laughs> where do you even get these earrings from? Um, these particular earrings are from Target. My oh, friend gave them to me. That's not as fun. I thought maybe you made them. No, a lot, a lot of people ask me that. Do you make jewelry? No. Good. But if my friends ever want to get me a gift, they're like, oh, I'll get Micah earrings, because we all know that's my thing. Are you double pierced? No. Me either. I'm too nervous to do it. I know. Okay. Well, right. back to the podcast. <laughs> back to testimony. Back to testimony. So this is going to air after Impact. Micah will be giving a seminar at Impact. Yay. Um, and so what we talk about today and what people who go to your seminar here might be the same, might vary a little bit or end up being a little different and that's totally okay but we want to hear more about what the lord's laid on your heart so what is the title of your seminar um it's called by the word of your testimony Mm. so that's an allusion to um revelation chapter 12 and it talks about like how um they're defeating satan and overcoming evil and it's it talks of overcoming the evil one by the Mm. blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony 
so I thought that'd be a good title. Yeah, a little revelation. Yeah. <laughs> That's edgy. Um, so I want to read the synopsis that you wrote. Okay. So I'm going to read your words um, to describe your seminar. So you said, have you ever been insecure about your testimony, feeling like your story isn't powerful or worth sharing? In this seminar, we will discuss the importance that every testimony holds and why you should feel confident in yours. And this is for literally any age. Anyone. Anyone. Um, I think that I remember actually just a few feet from where we are right now, you shared this concept with me. And, or did you share? We kind of came up with it together, right? right yeah. There? Right in that room. Um, you had this like desire to give a seminar. And I think that this topic is important and I think it's definitely relevant to a lot of the people that we interact with and minister to. I've heard teenagers share everything that you wrote in your synopsis. Mm. So I know that people who go to it will be blessed. And if people didn't go to impact or didn't get to go to your seminar in our conversation, they'll be encouraged as well. So what inspired you to want to talk about this concept of testimonies and maybe feeling like your testimony isn't powerful enough to share or worth sharing? Like what brought you to this uh, decision? So I have always grown up in church, and I grew up in a Christian home with parents who love the Lord, and I live what I would call a pretty basic or mundane life. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like when I look back on my life, I say, nothing's really that exciting has ever happened to me, or should I say nothing that tragic has ever happened to me. Um, And so growing up, I think this idea for me began when my parents asked me if I wanted to get baptized because then I had to share my testimony at Uh, church before the baptism. How old were you? When they first brought it up, I was probably in like middle school. Okay. But I didn't want to, I was so badly wanted to get baptized, but I was afraid to get baptized because I was afraid of sharing my testimony. Hmm. And it wasn't even that I was afraid of public speaking. I was like, I don't have a story. No one, like, no one wants to listen to me, and I don't have mm. anything to say. Hmm. And so for years, I wrestled with it. I mean years, like middle school all the way up to my junior year, I finally got baptized. Wow. And it was a real point of, like, difficulty for me. Hmm. Um, and I even started to question, like, Am I even a Christian if God, I feel like God hasn't worked miraculously through me or Hmm. it does, you know, how good of a Christian am I if nothing Hmm. that tragic has ever happened to me? Um, But I did get baptized and I shared my testimony. Yeah. (laughs) And then this summer at team building, I shared, you know, that same thought with the salt and light team. And I remember Chris saying, oh, yeah, that's a really common thought. Yeah. And I had never, ever heard anyone else say that. Really? Like, I thought I was just by myself in this idea that, like, my testimony was basic or something. Interesting. Wow. And so I was like, it was relieving to hear hmm. that other people felt that way or that other people had thought the same thought. Um, and so since I had never personally heard it discussed, I was like, w- through talking with you, what mm-hmm. a great seminar that would be for hopefully people who have had the same thoughts as I have or people who have never Hmm. heard anyone else talk about it. Wow. Well, I think um, the neat thing is that 
you realized that you weren't alone in the mm. way that you felt. And I think that's important for people to hear that it's common to question maybe your testimony or to question if people want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And um, even though we question those things, those questions aren't maybe good enough reasons to not share your testimony mm. or to not love the testimony that God has given you. Um, so has there been um, any people or any circumstances that helped you realize that every testimony does have like value and is powerful? Like, was there a light bulb moment for you that, I don't know, I, I guess confirmed for you that like, yeah, every testimony is worth sharing, even mine. Yeah. So one light bulb moment actually does come to mind. And I don't know if the word is ironically, but ironically enough, it was someone at my church that was older than me sharing their testimony. Mm. And during their testimony sharing, they said exactly what I was feeling and exactly mm. what I was thinking and how they had grown up in a Christian home. And they feel like maybe they didn't have a testimony, but like they were still there to declare their mm. faith and declare um, you know, God's goodness. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, <laughs> there is someone out there who feels like me. Yeah. Um, so that was a big moment for me. And actually I don't, you know, God, God knew what he was doing, but I didn't even sure. really know the kid. Hmm. It's not like we were friends. Yeah. Um, and so that is actually what gave me the confidence to eventually mm. get baptized and, and share my testimony. Well, I think it's, um, even the word testimony, like we're testifying, like you said, like we're declaring like your faith in God mm -hmm. and declaring the goodness of God. And our story shouldn't be what compels someone because Jesus Christ is the compelling yeah. factor. And the word of God is, you know, sharper than a double edged sword. And so that the power of the Holy Spirit is what draws people in. But we get caught up in sometimes you know, where we fit in into all of that, but God worked through that person's testimony yeah. and it got a hold of you and God will work through your testimony and other people's to get a hold of others as well. Um, I also just wanted to say, I think, so that was like my light bulb moment, if you will, but yeah. then thinking over the past couple of years, I was still trying to decide why mm. I felt that way. Yeah. And so in my youth group, we used to do this little exercise called fruit to root. And oh. so we would talk about what fruit is, you know, manifesting in your life, whether good or bad. And then the root of that, normally it's for things you don't want there. So right. for me, it was doubting my testimony was the fruit. Naturally. <laughs> in case that wasn't the question. Um, but then I like started to work backwards and I was like, well, why am I doubting my testimony? Because I'm afraid, you know, other people won't like it. Well, why mm. am I afraid that other people won't like it? Because maybe I'm not believing what God's word says about me and says about my mm. testimony. Well, why am I not believing that? And I worked my way down the tree, if you will. And I think for me, the root of it was pride. Hmm. Um, to compare myself to others and not finding my worth fully in Jesus hmm. and saying, like, it's prideful when I think about it because what I'm really saying is, God, you didn't write a good enough story for me. Hmm. You don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. And 
yeah, that was like a huge conviction for me to mm. realize that. And so now um, it's opened my eyes to when I do share my testimony, it's like I'm trusting God to work through it yeah. and trying to let go of the arrogance that might come with doubting it. Man, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think, you know, when people share their convictions, it's that's testimony sharing too. And that's powerful. And I love that fruit to root. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your youth leader? Uh, his name is Ben Bechtel. Ben Bechtel. Shout out. I know. Shout out to Ben. Go Ben. <laughs> fruit to root. Um, when my husband and I were in premarital counseling, our counselor said to us, anytime you're having an argument, um, each of you should like, in your own, on your mind, and then together think about, well, what's really the root of this? And then oftentimes it would, what we would find is like the root went way deeper, Mm -hmm. like even into our childhoods into like these, you know, notions that we had that we didn't even know we had. And so doing that sort of exercise and thinking of the roots when it comes to like your testimony or doubting yourself it's powerful that you were willing to dive deep enough to realize maybe I'm doubting like God and maybe mm-hmm. it is a pride thing. Um, cause on the surface it almost looks like humility, like, Oh, I don't want to yes. share my testimony, but then really it's actually a matter of pride. And I think that's the sneaky thing about pride oh, is yeah. it disguises itself as other things. Yeah. I think a lot of times insecurities mm-hmm. almost are rooted in pride. Yeah. And it's it's difficult to tell yourself that Uh because it makes you feel bad, but it's okay because then you grow from it. Well, I feel like that sort of might answer one of the questions I wanted to ask you, but um, maybe maybe you have a different answer. But I'd be curious to know your opinion on why you think we as Christians um, tend to like we like glorify people with like intense testimonies in the church Mm -hmm. and in Christian circles. It's like, oh, this person had an issue with like drugs or addictions or abuse or like you name it. Mm -hmm. Their testimony is better. Their testimony is more powerful. Why do you think we put those testimonies on a pedestal when the Bible never says that anyone is above anyone else? Like that's against scripture. Why do you think the church like glorifies the intense testimonies? Well, I don't have the answer necessarily, (laughs) but I think for me, when I think about it, people love a good story. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if I'm going to watch a movie or read a book, I don't want the plot to sound like my own life sometimes. I want it to be bigger and better. And if someone's telling me a story, I want action and loss and drama. Um, Because that's just, it's natural to want an exciting story that really moves you. And I think sometimes we do doubt the power of testimonies that aren't as grand. And so we highlight the ones that seem better Hmm. because maybe non-Christians will listen to those ones. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're definitely right. (laughs) Like (laughs) we, we highlight the things that we think will draw people in. But like you and I have been saying, it's not someone's story that does the work. It's someone's willingness to share like God at work in their life that does the work. And it's, it's really 
beautiful to realize that like saving people is not on us yeah it is not our job to save people no so god's got it yeah <laughs> like god uses us exactly. and uses our our mouthpiece our our mouthpiece our mouth <laughs> <laughs> uses our mouth uses our words and our actions um but it's not on our shoulders and sometimes we act like it is or like that we yeah. did the saving and we did not yeah, but something that I really want to emphasize through this seminar is that trauma does not equal testimony. Mm. Like, that's yeah. just not true. And I think that's sometimes a lie that we tell ourselves. Yeah, like we think that you... It's almost like you only have a testimony if you went through trauma yeah. or like if God brought you out of something. Exactly. Like you have a before and after and mm-hmm. then you have a testimony. Mm, no, everyone has a testimony. And everyone's life is a testament. Well, if you are a follower of God, I suppose, and and a follower of Christ, like that is your word. That's your testimony. Well, and that ultimately, even if we don't see, quote unquote, before and after, like God has brought us out of sin into his grace and like out of death into life. So there is a spiritual before and after, even if we can't outwardly see it. And um, that verse, do you have it at hand from Revelation 12? Yeah, it's... um, do not. Oh. But <laughs> hey, great. It's, it's Revelation twelve eleven. in case anyone wants to look it up. And it says, like, we, we will, will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And it's like, God must value our words declaring, like, who God is and the power that God has. God must value that so much that that is considered a force that will overcome mm right? Like that's how powerful it is. So if we're going to doubt it and be quiet, we're not, we're not giving space for the Holy Spirit to overcome. Yeah. So shame on us. (laughs) Do you have any advice to any youth leaders or adults, um, like youth volunteers, even parents who have teenagers that struggle with sharing their testimony? (laughs) Any advice for them as they minister to students? feeling that struggle um I think one of the biggest things for me uh looking back might have been if I had heard people talk about it more Hmm. and just heard someone straight up like to my face say that your testimony because of God is enough yeah um that you are enough because he is enough and your story is enough because he wrote it And also just listening to more testimonies that aren't as wild and crazy, I guess, (laughs) Mm -hmm. would have been helpful to me. Um, Because sometimes, like, I even Googled online once, I think, like, non-traumatic testimonies. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) But then I listened to this one girl's, and I just related it to it so much. Hmm. But I think people were still moved by it, even though it didn't have anything like super wild in it yeah so I think just talking about it more maybe would be helpful and making it maybe giving more space for your students to share their stories and their testimonies and I guess we should also say too like the act of sharing a testimony it doesn't just have to be at some like church event and with a microphone and this Mm -hmm. dramatic moment like we can share portions of our story and just witness to what good we've seen God do to anyone, anytime. And maybe we should make that more of a habit, I guess. 
sharing what the Lord's done. Yeah, and I also feel like sometimes like your testimony is just built up of, for me at least, like a bunch of little testimonies. Yeah. There's not like one defining moment of my life. Right. But there are so many little testimonies within my story. And even just the other night at one of our events, I shared uh, about my my experience in college with like Mm -hmm. immense loneliness and this girl came up to me afterwards and was just like sobbing and she was like I connected with your she called it a testimony and I was just like okay God Uh, Um, but she was like I connected with your testimony so much and I just wanted to talk Mm -hmm. to you about it and like how you got through it Mm -hmm. and I was just like whoa yeah like right there is how you can use your testimony to impact other people yeah and you'll be sharing that those words that impact as well. I will. And they'll be making an impact. Oh, let's hope so. They will. Um, Do you have any advice as we wrap up for students? And I guess this whole conversation has been filled with it, but anything else you'd want to say to any young person who's like still feeling a struggle and a hesitation, a fear, a doubt, whatever it may be to share their testimony, anything you'd want to say to those people? Um, I guess one thing would be, I know it sounds cliche, but tell God about it. Hmm. I think one of the first steps to me realizing that this would become an issue in my life was like the moment that I actually admitted to God Hmm. when I was praying that I was feeling this way. And it was so hard because I was like, oh, no, I'm like doubting and I don't know Mm. if I want to tell God that. But he already knows. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know that, Micah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just telling God was good and then praying about it. Mm. And I think also just reminding yourself that um, like kind of like we said earlier, that it's not up to you. Yeah. It's up to you to share and have the faith to share, yeah. but it's not up to you to have some great story that you right. tell um, because it's just all a piece of God um, yeah. using you for his kingdom. Yeah, we're all, all of our stories make up the, the bigger, greater story. Exactly. We're all a, a part of the, the family of Christ, the body of Christ, and every story is worth sharing, so... Thank you so much, Micah, for this conversation. (laughs) And um, I know that anyone who went to your seminar impact um, hopefully is sharing their testimony right now somewhere. Let's hope so. (laughs) Let's hope so. Um, But you're great, and we appreciate you, and thank you so much. Is he tip? He's (laughs) tiptoeing. We'll let Martine leave. We'll let Martine. Thank you, Martine. Are you giving a seminar? Then no, you weren't. You weren't invited. You to weren't the invited to the podcast yet. You weren't invited yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs>